0: I know the human being and fires can cause just peaceful. This without finding Petri dish.
2: Hey, guys, wa- hey guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. So today's episode is uh, within the context of a current event as of recording, uh, whatever today is. <laughs> The 2nd of March. Yeah. Wow, is it already March? Yeah, bro. Uh, 2023. But, you know, the subject leads into a broader discussion of all sorts of sexy, toxic shit. Yes. Yeah. The current event that we're
1: going to discuss is the derailment of a train in Ohio. Yes. And this was a train run by the company Norfolk Southern. Yeah. Norfolk Southern. That's pretty... That's kind of funny, right? Yeah, because it's like Norfolk. Well, well, it
2: kind of sounds like... Norfolk sounds like Northern folk to me. Yeah, so it sounds like Northern folk, Southern.
1: Yeah, and I mean it's uh, it's a it's a place in England, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. And there's a su- Suffolk. That's true too. So I, I keep wanting to call it Norfolk Suffolk. <laughs> okay, but it's not. It's Norfolk Southern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the train derailed. A bunch of shit happened, and we're going to talk about it this episode, including some of the chemical consequences. Right. So, so. Right.
2: So. Let's talk through why
1: it matters for Petri dish. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. So, you know, this is a train wreck. That's not necessarily our bag normally. Right. But the train was carrying a lot of chemicals. I mean, trains get derailed all the time. Yeah, and most of the time it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But this time
2: it's not funny. Like in Greece recently. Oh, really? That was hysterical because 50 people died. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> what's sad uh, is you could you could really hear how genuine our laugh is <laughs> it
1: wasn't but, good at all yeah, okay but in this case you know, they have a politics that makes sense like a minister immediately resigned <laughs> yeah yes um this particular train was carrying chemicals and those chemicals in part of the cleanup or hazard reduction process, created even fucking more gnarly chemicals. More chemicals, okay? Yeah, and stuff so, that's in Agent Orange. That's where the science comes in, yeah. And that's where Petri dish
2: comes in. Petri dish coming in to your ears <laughs> tonight, you Spanish die. All, right, all right. right, let's get
1: into it, Yeah, it's, it's a tragedy. Let's
2: get, into, <laughs> let's get into it. Yeah, all right. Petri, Dish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, I, did I tell you my vignette about Janessiqueois? So I was talking to a coworker of mine okay. who didn't know what Janessiqueois was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, or I said it to him. I was like, oh yeah, it's a certain uh, Jeunesse First of all, I think I said Janessiqueois. Okay. But I was like, it's a certain Janessiqueois. And he's like, what does that mean? And I was like, I don't know, actually. I was like, I don't know. I thought I kind of just meant like something like ma- magic, something special about it. But I, don't know. I, was like, I was like, I don't speak French, so I go back and I have a coworker who speaks several languages. She's Romanian. And her and a couple other people were talking, um, and I was like, hey, uh, what does uh, Je ne sais quoi mean? And she's like, oh, je ne sais quoi, I don't know. And I was like, "Okay." And I looked at the experts. And I was like, "What do you think it means? <laughs> And she was like, uh, "I don't know." And I was like, "Okay, well, you guys don't know. I guess." And Someone's like, "I don't know." And I was like, "I get it. No one knows." <laughs> that's great. And then, yeah, and, and then finally, they're like, "No, it means I don't know." And I was like, "I was like, what the fuck is that? How do people use it that?" She's like, "Well, it's like a certain characteristic that is kind of indescribable. Like yeah, you have a certain yeah, genetic Yeah, like,
1: it's like, oh, uh, it's got like this certain kind of. I don't know. Ooh. Spicy flavor. Yeah. Spicy, not knowingness. Well, that's like, mystery. I told you about my Who story, right? Is this another Abbott and Costello routine that we're about to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, this is where it was bought the song. I was playing a song
2: in the kitchen, Baba O'Reilly. And it was the part of the song that's like, that's not the melody, but it's the part with no vocals that's like, it's all keyboard. Yeah. And my um, Mexican coworker comes in, he's like, Man, you're listening to some Chinese music. Is this Chinese music? And I was like, I was like, Excuse me? (laughs) And he's like, No, really. Like, who's playing this Chinese music? And I was like, it's the who. And he's like, yeah, who? And I was like, who? And he was like, ah, uh, who? And I was like, looking at him, looking yeah. at me. And I was like, it's fucking the who. And he's like, who? <laughs> and Andre's finally like, it's the guys who do the song from CSI Miami. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then, of course, the guy finally starts singing in English again. He's like, oh, is that Chinese music at all.
1: Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're doing good. All right, all right, all right. What okay, okay, okay.
2: So let's get back to the train crash.
1: Yeah, so. So. The okay. Norfolk, Suffolk train. Yeah. Uh, railed. got all fucked up and shit. And, all and
2: there's like some, I mean, there's a lot of like true crime elements. Not, well, not, not true, not true crime,
1: <laughs> but, but, but I mean, it is true. And maybe there was maybe crime, criminal. I mean, I
2: yeah, yeah. But it's, if it's corporate crime, it's not really. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. It's like good. It's, it's an good. accident.
1: Cause it's part of our society. It's a lucky accident. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, but okay. So, so, I mean, there, there's elements of the story that are perturbing for reasons that are not entirely scientific, right? Like yeah. the crew was alerted. Or wasn't alerted. Yeah. Right? Like one of the wheels is getting hot, but yeah. the crew never got an alert. So then the fucking train derails. Yeah. Um, now this train, usually that's just an Amtrak and like some people vote for Joe Biden die. You know, like what are you gonna do? Yep. N- this is important, right? Because this derailment had a lot of like has tanks on it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's uh let's contextualize this in history history. Yeah. This is yeah. February third, yeah, twenty twenty three, around nine PM this train derailed. And, like, trains derailing maybe makes it sound like the entire train, like 35 cars just like, whoop, just like hopped off the track, right? Right, That's not what happened. What happened was um, there's kind of like the front part of the train that's got the engine and everything like that, and then there were many, many cars of things that it was carrying, including 20 hazmat cars that were carrying hazardous chemicals. Chemical stuff. And one of the cars, you know, maybe around the first third of the train had some kind of wheel bearing that was heating up. Mm. And the thing is that there are frequent kind of checks along train tracks to see, like, hey, is this shit happening? Because this is something that happens to trains. Yeah. You got a lot of things moving. You you can get some friction going, right? Stuff starts heating up. And there's, like, different levels of heat that are supposed to be like, oh, you should check on this the next time that you stop somewhere. Right. And then it was going past another check station, and it was like, oh you should probably stop and check this out. And then it went by another check station, and it was right. like, oh, this is, like, extremely hazardous. Like, watch the fuck out. But none of these alerts seem to have gotten to the crew.
2: Okay, that's that's too bad.
1: That does seem but bad. But, okay, so, so that's naughty. The cars derail, right? Yeah, yeah. so something happened with the axle, yeah. and then, boom, starting from that car back, you start right. having this derailing thing going right. on, right? Probably could have been prevented, right? But that's, you know, yeah. it, it is what it is. We're not a politics podcast. Some of the cars derailed. Some of those cars caught on fire. We're not even a train podcast. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. And then some of those cars that caught on fire made other cars catch on fire, right? So there's a lot of fires going on. Right. And as mentioned, 20 of the cars on this whole train were carrying hazardous materials. And 11 of those 20 were cars that derailed. Okay. That's too bad. Yeah. And? And they're naughty chemicals. Are dangerous. They're dangerous. They, they, they are hazardous chemicals. Right. And out of the eleven that derailed, five of them were carrying a chemical called vinyl chloride. Over a hundred thousand gallons of it. Okay. okay. That does so sound like a lot. Seems that like that is it. a lot. Yeah. Okay. And all of these hazardous materials are organic molecules, typically used to make like polymers and shit, and vinyl chloride is no exception to that. Okay. So vinyl chloride, one of the things that's in these tanks. Um what's so problematic about it? yeah so that one in particular has gotten a lot of attention. What is vinyl chloride? yeah it's like it's like a little it's a little molecule guy, okay, and it's got a chlorine atom on it, but otherwise, it's mostly carbons and hydrogens all right. it's very reactive, okay, and in part because it's so reactive, it's very toxic, okay It's just right. like, it loves just binding up to shit right. Um, vinyl chloride at room temperature and like regular pressure. Mm-hmm. So like just hanging out in your room, it would be a gas. Right. Okay? So,
2: so in the human context, so if you're in a room with this stuff, you die cause it's like all globbed onto
1: your fucking lungs or something. Yeah. I mean... It's going to, it's going to be burning your throat, yeah. uh, as it's reacting to like everything that's in your body. Basically. Okay. That so sucks. It's, it's going to make you feel bad. It is also flammable. It's carcinogenic. And yeah, it's going wow. to react all right. over your body. So it's, it's this a... This is a bad one. It's a flammable, carcinogenic, yeah. reactive, toxic gas. But it makes PVC pipes, so good. Yeah, we love those pipes. We love pipes. They're cool. Those big, white plastic pipes, that's nice. Nice. We're doomed as a civilization, (laughs) aren't we? Anyway, whatever, whatever. Uh, So, vinyl chloride doesn't only like to react with other shit, like, in your body. It also likes to react with itself, okay? And that's how it makes the polymers to make PVC. That's interesting. So, do you have to, like, I don't know. Like, like, when you keep it in a tank, how do you keep it from, like, reacting to itself? Right. So, a lot of times, you need to keep it cold, so it's Mm. less likely to do that. And then sometimes, you'll put in a certain amount of inhibitors to keep it from starting to react. I see. So, if you have, like, a car that derails, and the temperature is changing... Yeah, you so these are at a certain
2: point get these fucked.
1: cars are usually refrigerated and under pressure to keep the vinyl chloride a liquid Right, and it's just easier to transport that way in a tank as right. a liquid But like you're saying yeah, you derail you derail like what the fuck's gonna happen to that, right? Well, I'll tell you what happens Exothermic reactions. Yeah. Whoa. So that's one of the things about polymerization. Yeah. When you're taking something, it's reacting to itself and making a long chain. That is often an exothermic reaction, which means it gives off heat and energy. And which could be like a chain reaction in yeah. a sense, right? Yeah. Oh. Set off a chain reaction inside of a pressurized car. Then you got chain lightning. Yeah, that could be a fucking explosion. You could be right. throwing shrapnel hundreds of feet around, right? right. It, it could be, be, a be a very bad. big explosion. So Okay, so you, you hear that. Yeah. What's the solution to that? Yeah, and just to place this into context of, like, what timing we're talking about here, the car is derailed, firefighters get onto the scene, they're trying to put out the normal fires around, right? right? right. And they're working on that through the weekend, but what they are finding through the weekend is that the pressure in these vinyl chloride derailed cars is not slowing down. Right. It is becoming more and more intense, mm. meaning that there is an uncontrolled chain reaction going on inside. Yeah. That these cars have pressure release valves as a safety measure, but it is not keeping up. Right. It's building and building. It's becoming like giant bombs, basically. Yeah. And there's like firefighters like around trying to take care of the fire, right? So this yeah. is like clearly a safety concern, right? And so
2: that But when you sign up to be a firefighter, like you're like saying I could die any day. Like the samurai, and so you're happy, and you're you're gonna die every day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does that every, make sense? <laughs> well, you're, it's, a, it's a ship of Theseus problem, see, right? Because all your yeah. cells are different, yeah, including brain cells. That makes sense. Like we're learning that now. Yeah, we are learning. <laughs> that. Okay.
1: We are talking about tanks again. A hundred thousand gallons yeah, of this toxic chemical, and it's heating up and reacting. So we gotta do something about the tanks. Right, and we burn so, them. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe maybe a little counterintuitively, Yeah. but that is basically what the company decides it's going to do. Well, we're Californians, so we're used to this. It's like a controlled burn. It is. So why about
2: the yes. nimby's? Uh, instead of the inequality fires <laughs> that are inevitably going to spread as
1: the riots happen. If we could target fires, that would be kind of fun, actually. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, that we're, like in Santa Monica. They're not quite that controlled. But so in this case, yeah, what they decided to do is, okay, we're going to crack open these tanks, Yeah, we're going to release the vinyl chloride out into these trenches, and then we're going to burn that vinyl chloride. Right. Whether that's a good idea or not is hard to say. Right. Because, I mean, the pressure was building up. We'll never know. Yeah, it's impossible to know. Yeah. But that is what they decided to do. And in that process of burning it, they released a cataclysmically huge black plume of chemical smoke into the air. Can you imagine being like the firefighters right there burning it and it's starting to happen? You're like,
2: oh, I don't know, Jim. This doesn't seem so great. I don't know,
1: Jim. Yeah, so visible from miles around. People relatively quickly started reporting breathing problems, burning in their mouths and stuff like that. Fairly plausible. And uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about maybe what the potential chemical consequences were from burning vinyl chloride. Woo! My name is Tyler Jerry. You may know me
0: from alternative BBC comedies like The Janitorial Crowd and Eek! The Queen. If you're like me, you fuck. But you're not like me, are you? Studies show that today's youth are the most under-drugged, under-drunk, and under-sexed gaggle of loser wankers. Studies show that you need an orgy. That's right, orgies. They provide necessary socialization for isolated young people, while also getting your nut off. And now there's an app for that, called Orgies. Sign up, and you'll receive hourly updates on all the newest orgies in town, with descriptions, group sizes, and the paraphernalia you'll need. Use our promo code PETRIDESH, and you'll get several peacock masks, a complimentary fistful of lube, and even an assigned chaperone who will introduce you to everyone before you fuck. Take it from me, young person. You'll need it. Never since the dawn of civilization in the fertile vulva of Mesopotamia has there been so little sex. And never before has it been so easy to get. Sign up for Orgy and slip right in there. Okay, so where we left off is
2: somebody was like, let's just fucking burn off these chemicals before it explodes. Okay. Cost benefit analysis. Fair enough. Giant plume goes up. I guess that begs the question of when you burn vinyl
1: chloride, what emerges? Right. Yeah. Excellent question. Okay. A complete combustion of vinyl chloride would make hydrochloric acid, carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide, and phosgene. Well, those all sound fun. Yeah, especially phosgene. Yeah. The fun thing about phosgene, aside from being a useful chemical that has been used in a lab that I worked in, is that it was a popular chemical warfare agent in World War I, having killed over 80,000 people. So that's like a really useful chemical agent. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's very useful. Well, did it kill, which side did it kill for? Uh, I feel like both sides were tossing it in the trenches. Mm, okay, okay. People were dying.
2: So kind of neutral chaotic
1: it was not good. Yeah. Right. I think when people were talking about, like, the chlorine gas, yeah. they were talking about phosgene. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. Um, anyway. All right. All right so all right. that was killing some dudes. That's a bummer. Right? So that that is what gets produced when this you burn biochlorite.
2: This is in the historical biography of Wonder Woman, isn't it? Isn't that yeah, what they're inventing? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right? They're
2: inventing phosgene. That's in there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um... So, that's what you would get when you burn vinyl chloride and, like, it perfectly combusts into those materials. So, again, carbon dioxide, not that big a deal. Hydrochloric acid is an acid and contributes to acid rain. So, one would expect in the area, you're going to have some acid rain. Eh, Yes, just some acid rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. East Palestine. Um, And then carbon monoxide. Right. Which is not good for you. That kills a lot of people, but like it's the silent killer in a contained space. Right, you need We're to be in a contained atmosphere. space. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's part of the idea, by the way, right, is right, that right. like you're burning this stuff, and true, a lot of that shit's not good for humans, but you're in about the to dilute it in, it's in the entire sky. The
2: sky, oh, the, sky. Oh, so, the sky, big. Yeah, sky big, big. You know, Zeus is the god of rain. What? Yeah, I know that's like in a weird way intuitive because he's the god of lightning and thunder in the sky. I guess, but, yeah. But I was, I was, it was raining. It's been raining a lot in California, and uh, I was like, someone danced too hard at the the rain god, and I was like, who the fuck was that? And fucking, of course, Andre was like, it's probably Zeus, and I was like, there's a fucking way Zeus is the rain god. I looked it up. it's fucking the rain god, dude. I. It's like kind of weirdly emasculating. I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like it. It's like god of thunder, sky, and rain. You're like, ah. that's why we never talk about it. Yeah, it's yeah. like something embarrassing you did in college.
1: <laughs> um, um. So, okay. so that was kind of the idea. There is okay. Sure, we're going to be making a gas that was yeah. used in World War One to kill eighty thousand people, but it's going up into the atmosphere, guys, right? It's diffused, okay? and right. it's going to get diffused out there. Now, I will also say that those chemicals that I listed are what would happen if vinyl chloride kind of very you successfully said, you said broke complete up. combustion. Yeah, which doesn't ever happen in the real world, right? Okay, so you're never going to burn all of it. And also, acid's coming out of the tank. Is that tank, a good or a bad thing? Is it good that you don't burn all of it? Mm, probably mm, not. Yeah. <laughs> so probably not. And one of the reasons why not is vinyl chloride is very reactive, again, right to itself, which is maybe not the bigger deal here. So it's just like a bunch of PVC pipes, like, on the ground It's <laughs> <now? laughs> just, like, <laughs> just <laughs> scattered around these And some people are like, oh, at least it's PVC pipe! <laughs> it, it, it's the new industry. It's <laughs> harvesting PVC.
2: Come on, come on, guys, um, it's the PVC pipe!
1: But the now gaseous vinyl chloride is probably reacting with a lot of the things that are being broken down and right. built back up and, like, in a really complex series of reactions that are now happening in this gigantic black plume. It's kind of exciting. We should, like, get birds and, like, study them, right? Because I bet you huh? they're, like, bionic or something now. Well, they are probably contaminated with dioxin, which we'll get into in they're, second. like, half plastic. But the main point is... We could build on back better. <laughs> <laughs> the it's point super super is crazy. that in this process, it is entirely possible that you are having... A series of chemical reactions that will make a lot of different kinds of molecules, including a class of molecules called dioxins. Okay. Okay. All
2: right, so we're going to take a break, guys. Yeah. yeah. Because dioxin, this is kind of some of the juicy meat of our episode. Yep. Um, you know, you had vinyl chloride. It was bad. Yeah. Dioxin is what we dump
1: in warfare. Dioxin's a naughty boy. So it's really sexy. Yeah. And we'll talk about it once we're back. Once we're back. The following is an actual advertisement.
0: Entomology, the study of the little six-legged critters that most people don't pay attention to. My name is Erfan Vafai with Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. And starting June 16th, we're going to learn a bit about a different entomologist every two weeks and discuss some of their most recent research. This is Talking Bugs.
1: People knew, in terms of ecology, we knew a lot about predators, we knew a lot about parasitoids. We knew very little about what pathogens were doing in the natural environment. Looks like it's just a cloud of bees. They have this emerging property of combined intelligence that tells them exactly how they should operate.
2: Uh, If you've read Michael Crichton's Jurassic Park, you know you want to be able to turn it off. You know, you want a, a safety lever in case something, something goes wrong, and that was me. I was working on a safety lever.
0: You can actually get them to survive in liquid helium which is (laughs) minus 260 degrees, which is, you know, uh, 180 degrees colder than has ever been recorded anywhere on the planet.
2: You can do this. You just have to persevere. And so if it wasn't for Tim Dennehy, I'm, I'm quite sure I would not be sitting here today.
0: Subscribe to this podcast or follow the YouTube channel Six Legged Aggie to hear the most recent episodes as they are released.
2: All right. Yep. So we're back, guys. Yep. So dioxin, I mean, that's like kind of an innocuous name. That yeah. doesn't sound so bad. Yeah. It's just like two oxins
1: <laughs> Actually,
2: you are just correct. yoked together. Wow, yeah, you're right, dude. <laughs> that's how,
1: that is exactly what dioxin looks like, too. Wow, fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it looks kind of like a hexagon with four carbons and two oxygens that are kind of across from each other connected go. with the two carbons in a way. And there's some hydrogens hanging off of the carbons. But when people are talking about dioxins as like a group as a naughty group with, like, a scary voice, like, dioxins, like that kind of thing, Uh, they're typically talking about molecules that are derived from the original dioxin, typically a group called polychlorinated dibenzodioxins. And those are more complicated molecules, but they end up being pretty naughty for several reasons, okay? There's also a bunch of other molecules that look kind of like these polychlorinated dibenzodioxins and they're usually lumped into a category called dioxin-like because they have a similar effect in animals and humans and those are things like polychlorinated dibenzofurans and polychlorinated biphenyls etc okay but like what's the deal with these dudes right some dioxins are extremely toxic like some of the most toxic molecules that we've ever discovered in terms of their ability to kill animals and stuff like that
2: why is it so toxic Yeah,
1: that's kind of interesting. And there's actually a huge range in how toxic dioxins are. So like within that group, while they're both maybe two of these molecules, they're both toxic. One is 30,000 times more toxic. So you need 30,000 times less to kill you. Okay. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, Dioxins bind to a receptor in your cells called the aryl hydrocarbon receptor. Mm. And that receptor sets off a bunch of signaling in your cells and makes your cells start to produce a bunch of different proteins and stuff like that. And what specific proteins and what specific signals differs from cell to cell. Okay. So if you have dioxin kind of throughout your body, you will have impacts in like all of your organs in a lot of different kinds of ways. Oh, interesting. And it can be kind of mysterious. And it's interesting in the sense that there's variations in different dioxins, how they affect humans, but also... Uh, between like fucking hamsters and guinea pigs, which are like very similar looking animals. Totally right? different, huh? Pretty different in that a dioxin in a hamster might just kind of make it sort of like weak. It's like oh, I'm just like a little sleepy hamster. I'm not feeling so good. Uh-huh. And then just like straight up fucking murder the guinea pig. Just huh. like kill the guinea pig outright almost immediately. So is that, how about like different astrological signs? All Geminis.
0: All Geminis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you mean all dioxins are Geminis, or do you mean it only kills
1: Geminis? Or do you mean they're, oh, they're oh, the only survivors? Oh, oh, I was saying all hamsters and Gemini, or sorry, oh, all, hamsters all hamsters and, hamsters and guinea pigs, they're both all Geminis, uh, and, but there's still this different effect going right. on. Okay, that's that's what I'm saying. Well, how about
2: in Leos? I mean, I mean, in humans. <laughs> Is it one of those things where only Sagittarius's need to be worried? or uh... Cancer. Cancer. Oh,
1: wow. Oh, 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 Oh. we'll get to that in a second. So anyway, where do dioxins come from? Right. They are produced as byproducts from a lot of industrial processes and also from just like burning all kinds of stuff. So they are naturally occurring in the sense that, like, I don't know, fire happens in the woods
2: and dioxins are released. Yeah. So, like, a forest fire will produce dioxins. Okay. Um, But. So for the Vietnam War, when we needed these, we just had, like, big nets that caught
1: the dioxin over California. Right? And then we, like, put. (laughs) uh, Shoved them into the pesticides (laughs) that we were dropping. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, So what Nathan's alluding to is Agent Orange. Uh, The stuff that we dumped on the jungles of Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, was a combination of two herbicide pesticides, mm. but as a major contaminant, it had a dioxin in there. So oh. the dioxin was not an intentional inclusion. Right. We just it's just kind of one of those happy accidents <laughs> 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 oh my God. that the U.S. military <laughs> often inflicts. Yeah. Thank thank goodness. So <laughs> it was a contaminant. It just so happens the main dioxin it's contaminant. Like,
2: it's like the happy accident of Hiroshima and Nagasaki was a war ending. That wasn't even the intent. <laughs> Stimson was just like, "Yeah, I got these nukes, Daddy." <laughs> you know, you know the reason we didn't nuke Kyoto. No. So Stimson, uh, I can't remember if he was Secretary of State at the time, but like you know, he's an important politician in the FDR administration. Yeah. The guys who invented or, or were in charge of the nuclear program and and liaised with the army really, I mean, first of all, just like wanted to nuke a lot of stuff because they're like, dude, this is cool, right? <laughs> let's nuke some shit. And second, they're like, let's nuke the fuck out Kyoto because it's like symbolic, right? So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna wipe their ancestral capital off the fucking face of the earth. And I swear to God, Stimson, this politician was like. I honeymooned there and Kyoto's like really cool so like let's nuke something else and dude the people in the army were so mad <laughs> they're like this fucking liver dick cocksucker <laughs> tourism saves another city right okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude Ron was this close to nuking Barcelona <laughs> no he's no, not so while though? Can you believe that the margin of one city chosen over the other was a honeymoon in, like, the 20s?
1: I mean, that's exactly how you know that humanity was never meant to actually have nukes, right? <laughs> like, that's like... That, that's like, the, that, that's that shouldn't the have been the criteria for any kind of destruction, but, that, like, definitely not nukes, right? Those like, are like, the scales <laughs> of annihilation. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> that's so fucking terrible. Jesus. I know, dude. God, it's hard it's, to count it. It is, right. like, actually... It is actually difficult to absorb what you just said. <laughs> but, yeah, that is terrible. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so, yeah, look. So all kinds of burning stuff, um, or or, or, or hold on, Agent Orange for a second, Um, the dioxin that's in Agent Orange just so happened to be the most toxic dioxin that exists. Wow. And by virtue of being the most toxic dioxin, it is amongst like the top five most toxic molecules to exist that we know of.
2: Hey, what percentage of our viewership do you think doesn't actually know what Agent Orange is? Kind of like a weird epiphany I just had. I
1: don't know. I don't know. Well, one percent.
2: If you don't, you should look up Agent Orange.
1: It's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a pretty naughty, naughty show. one. It's pretty naughty. We did some stuff. That'd be a very subversive uh, Wonder Woman movie, huh? Is is her making? Agent no, Orange? no, no,
2: no. Her well, her fighting against like Agent Orange droppers, mm. and then like it being the American Army. Because mm. I mean, like, I feel like it's so funny, right? Because Wonder Woman, like, really. She's, like, Greek. I, mean, I don't know. She's, like, not not American. You know? yeah, yeah, Like, why she's, the fuck? She's on a I fucking mean, island somewhere. At least Superman, like, landed in Kansas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, really, there's no reason for her to fight for America in any capacity. Oh, yeah. But just because she's an yeah. American character, right? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It would be kind of more interesting if, like, she was on the other side of Nam, right? Yeah. Or, like, came to Nam neutral. And yeah. then, like, about one Agent Orange bombing in was, like... I'm going to fight for the good guys. And then she's like fighting for commies against America, you know?
1: I wonder what would happen to Wonder Woman if she was drenched in dioxin. I mean, I think her buckles would deflect it, right? <laughs> is, is, that, is that how they work with <laughs> you? You would slow mo. I mean, this is a Patty
2: Jenkins film, I didn't direct it. You'd slow mo, and then like little molecules would bing! <laughs> right of <laughs> like all, these, all these, all these, be, I'll be like, oh!
1: <laughs>
2: you, you would do the uh, Cloud Atlas thing with Chris Pine and make him
1: Asian? <laughs> mm, oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> this, this way, everyone's bad. Wow, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We all just right. racist our way into the Agent
2: Orange is bad. Yeah, creates dioxins. Yeah, the most toxic one, apparently. Yes. So, how many types of dioxins are there? I mean, I guess you said it's just like a few carbon in a ring with a couple oxygens,
1: I guess. Uh, yeah, but you can have like a lot of stuff attached to it. Okay. So
2: there's a lot of... Like
1: a benzene ring. That's kind of like the, right. the foundational thing. Yeah. So with, within title. the family, yeah. within the family, there's a bunch of alternate molecules called congeners. Right. And there's a lot of them. And not all of them are toxic. Right. So out of them, only a subset are toxic.
2: And to reiterate what you said earlier,
1: their toxicity is fascinatingly dependent yeah. on the It varies a lot. Like how many chlorines it has and stuff like that. Right. Um, So not only Agent Orange, but as you alluded to, forest fires will also release dioxins. So will a backyard grill and Mm, stuff like that. But
0: it's the consumer's fault.
1: (laughs) Right. Realistically, the major source of this is like burning waste, like landfill fires and stuff We talked about this with desalination, but with every single subject Sean ever
2: researches, it turns out that all of our culture wars over personal consumption are so much less important than the broader waste product of capitalism.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh, this is or, or
2: industrialization. You know, because, like, Lord knows the Soviet Union, like, got rid of the Caspian Sea,
1: basically. You know, I mean, these are complicated processes. So I will also say that... We should be hunter-gatherers. Burning plastics, especially, has significantly increased the amount of dioxin that goes out into the atmosphere. Right, right, right. So, part of the issue with dioxins is that they do not break down very much over time. Yeah. Just, like, out in the environment. Right. Like, kind of never. Like, they basically will last for many decades. Okay. So, without th- being altered.
2: Well, I was about to because I mean, even even crazy shit has like a half life. Yeah. How long? Decades. Decades. Okay. Well, many, I mean, many decades. Okay. Well, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I mean, that's a long time, but I, I was worried we we're talking about like there's like a layer underneath the crust
1: of dioxin.
2: You know what I mean? Like, it's uh, like. That is moderately accurate. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: not trillions of years, but like, I mean, longer look. than we're comfortable with. And it sort of depends on the conditions, but, like, right. there's just not really anything in the environment that really breaks it down all that much. So it, like, If we invented it, something that could eat it, would yeah. it turn into a cordyceps
2: and kill us all? I feel like yes. Yeah, okay, okay. So yeah. we just had to live with it then.
1: Well, well yeah. There's we'll, we'll probably
2: see. some Japanese lab that's inventing, like, mealworms that could eat dioxins, right? I mean, come on.
1: It's just it's tough because it's a really difficult molecule for enzymes to be able to do anything about. Right, just the the way that it's structured and the chlorines being in the way. It's, it's actually very difficult to deal with. We need like a gurren Logan style drill. To like pierce it, like a really small one. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Very small. Well, that's kind of like part of the fun of that show. Mm. All the drills start small because it's like a penis uh, yep. metaphor, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But,
1: but still, that's a that's a micro penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like we're, a we're talking, drill we're talking drill about like a the, we're talking about like a nano penis. So, as previously mentioned, dioxins are bad for you. They hit the uh, aryl hydrocarbon receptor. Acute toxicity to dioxins in humans usually looks like having some skin issues called chloracne. Which looks like a very, very bad case of acne. That's kind of like a, a warning sign that you have way too many dioxins in your body. Um, Do you think this ever happened to, like, a teenager who just has really bad acne? Sometimes it's like, uh, you have dioxin so exposure. The answer is yes, because there was a gigantic accidental dioxin uh, exposure in this, like, industrial incident, uh-huh. and, like, the whole town got fucked up. Oh, wow. And, and that included a lot of teenagers that were like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> um, but Victor Yushenko. The president of Ukraine back in the day? Yeah. That got poisoned? He was intentionally poisoned with a dioxin. That was right. what they poisoned him with. Yeah, there's a police song about him. Oh. Miss
2: Yushchenko. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I gotcha. Fuck. I can't believe I got you. Yeah, you got me, dude. You
1: um, got me so hard. Uh, but was then, so, 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 wait a bit. So it doesn't kill you? Uh, So, in humans, it is hard to see it kill you acutely. From acute toxicity. Okay. There's no confirmed cases... Of someone dying from acute dioxin poisoning. I just thought of an anime. It's
2: called Acute, and it's like it's like really cute toxins. Uh-huh. And it's an educational show, like uh-huh. that one about the microbiome. Yeah, Morishimon? Mo- 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 yeah, it's like that, but it's about
1: toxins. I mean, it would be great. And so it's <laughs> the, <yeah. laughs> that's, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. And I would watch <laughs> the shit out of they're that. Really cute That'd be it. amazing. Like, <laughs> I love cute toxins. They're
2: like, the dioxin, nice key receptor. <laughs> I think
1: dioxin... <laughs> Dioxin would like have a deep voice though. Yeah. Oh Dioxin Dio Dio. Um Okay. Uh, besides the chloracne, you can also get painful rashes, liver damage, vomiting, yeah. stomach pain. It's all bad stuff. So a lot of signs of this acute poisoning. I feel like you actually were on to something kind of interesting, though. I'm sorry for derailing you. You said, uh, it's hard to die from acute tux... Uh, yes. D- d- ...exposure. Yes. But chronic. Yeah, so the thing about dioxin is it builds up in your body over time. Right. It's not very soluble in water, but it loves to hang out in fat. And so it will hang out in fat deposits in your body right. for, like decades right in your body right so it's half-life in a human is like a decade okay? so if you stayed fat would you be safe no it would slowly be leaching oh, out it'd slowly be leaching out um during all of that time the chronic effects of dioxin are things like sperm getting pretty fucked up miscarriages go right. up birth defects go up
2: this is the new um isn't there a new pill of dioxin for men right to you know <laughs> to like fuck up
1: the sperm and yeah, yeah, yeah. Do birth control isn't there a male, male birth, 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 control, birth control dioxin I don't like your propaganda. Male birth <laughs> control is a great idea. It's going to lead to the empowerment of men and women. I guess there probably are a lot of conspiracy theories about it, huh?
0: Yes. <laughs> and you
1: just you just ad-libbed your way into it. That's pretty funny. <laughs> you are cute <Q> now. <laughs> I, uh, the power. <laughs> the yes, power. Picard. I just like you. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you're that cute. Wow.
2: Yeah. Apparently, it's a very, like... Um, gay fan service moment in season two of Picard uh-huh. that Stacey was watching and she yeah. that was like the only part of season two she liked. Yeah. Where Q is talking to Picard. Picard's basically like, why do you always fuck with my life? Why have you yeah. been fucking my life for so long? He's like touching Picard and he's like, I just like you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. There's
2: something about you.
1: Yeah. Uh, also. Yeah. <laughs> Chronic dioxin seems to skew uh, the sex ratio of babies when they're born. So that fewer male babies are born. So, there's that. And then, intriguingly, cancer rates also seem to go up. Yeah. And the reason why I say intriguingly, like, you, you might be like, okay, well, it's a toxin. Why wouldn't cancer rates go up? Like, there's so many things that are carcinogenic. Right. But the thing is that dioxins are not genotoxic or mutagenic themselves they don't damage your dna right. they don't mutate your dna right that's like the main way that we think about carcinogens is right. them fucking with your dna somehow so this is mysterious
2: we don't it really is mysterious. understand mysterious. it
1: yeah it's also maybe
2: hard to study yes because we can't just we're not just dumping docs and all over stuff
1: uh we're not well, d- except he's Palestine. We're not dumping a lot of <laughs> right? we're not dumping a lot of money into studying dioxin yeah. because there was actually a long-term study going on of Vietnam War vets, wow. many of whom were exposed to very high levels of dioxin right. because of the Agent Orange stuff. Um and then we stopped that study because yeah. we're like, this is expensive. Like who cares? Yeah, like, Republicans
2: were like, this is functionally a welfare handout to, to the homeless.
1: Oh my yeah. god. That is accurate, but like yeah, very sad. Yeah. God damn, that's <laughs> fucked up. Okay, anyway, so So, yes. Yes.
2: And so... For what? Science? What? (laughs) That's the Republican talking. (laughs) For science? Science is a
1: bitch sometimes. (laughs) Uh, Chronic lower levels of dioxin toxicity are also associated with immunodeficiency issues. So, your immune system kind of gets shut down. Right. Messed up testosterone levels, endocrine issues, thyroid issues, nervous system issues. So, it does fuck with your body. It's just we don't see a lot of people die acutely from it. It's like later on. And... In the environment, dioxins hang out effectively for decades. They are internalized by plants and animals. And then we eat those plants and animals, and dioxins will then hang out in us. Right. So, we just talked a lot about dioxins. To tie it back, I do want to say, there's a lot of scientists, policymakers, and citizens that are worried about dioxins being produced oh, during this burn-off of a vinyl. Wait, board. what three groups? Scientists, policymakers, and citizens. So, two matter. <laughs> Which two?
2: Well, <laughs> I mean, a citizen. Pick two. Isn't the modern citizen just a scud who can barely get off his couch? I'm I guess just what kidding. I'm saying is I'm there's, there's, I'm a lot of, there's a lot of the people <laughs> in East Palestine
1: that are concerned about it. Yeah. Uh, that the burn off of vinyl chloride created dioxins. Yeah. But the thing I want to say and make very clear is that while I think it is totally possible that that burning of vinyl chloride created dioxins. Yeah. Technically, we don't know. Because the EPA has not tested for dioxins yet.
2: Right. Are uh, they are they supposed to? Is that like a scandalous thing? Or is that just like a... Um, what are you going to do?
1: I mean, federal agencies don't exist to, to
2: do th- t- tests and stuff so like they, that. So
1: they've been testing for enough. certain things. For example, the EPA is coordinating testing of the waterways for right. like vinyl chloride. Right. And the thing is that in a lot of places, they're like, Oh, well, I found there's was like, one dead gondolier. <laughs> Well, they found a lot of dead fish.
2: <laughs> this guy lives in Venice. How did he get here? <laughs> they found that's a lot good. of
1: dead fish. Yeah, I mean, a, lot, a, a lot of animals died. Just yeah. for, so no humans died yet. That's A lot of animals oof, died. That's morbid. Uh, a lot of people went to the hospital. Yeah, sure. Not feeling well. But the EPA has largely said, we have been monitoring the air. We've been monitoring the water. We're right. not really seeing like vinyl chloride issues anymore. Right. But they're not checking for dioxin. The reason that they gave most recently for not checking for dioxin is that they haven't taken a historical level in that area, so they so don't they know if know. it's gotten any worse, because it might have just already been dioxin polluted. I was about to say, it's kind of a scary thought, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So so that was their reason. Um, a lot of scientists have been like, take the measurement anyway, and then tell people if it's a dangerous level, regardless of if it's worse or not. Right, kind of it's irrelevant, the history of it. Right. Yeah, I mean, it would be fun to know yeah. if it's gotten worse because of this. But right. if it's bad anyway, yeah. tell people it's bad. Yeah, But the EPA hasn't done the testing yet. So, you know, for me, hopefully they will do the testing. Hopefully we'll find out. And it'll just be one more thing that the poor people of East Palestine need to work, look out for now. Yeah. Because they have been royally fucked over by this company. Right. Which, like, technically the company is on the hook for cleaning up this mess. Right. But what... What this that cost is, is very yeah yeah it's still murky.
2: I mean, like the fact that the crew did not get an alert about the tires or tires, uh, excuse me, the wheels, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I mean, uh, whose fault would that be? Is that is that something that that would be a company system or is that so like a, the,
1: yeah? So the uh, NTSB, the National, whatever TSB stands for. They're 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 space
2: gonna... men in boots. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. It did. <laughs> so the NTSB has released a preliminary finding that basically just said there should have been an alarm that alerted them, that but sense. apparently there was not. Right. Why there wasn't, I think will be something that's important for understanding who's at fault in that kind of sense. Right. But in a more general sense, the EPA has already informed the company, you're responsible for this cleanup. If you don't clean up, then we are going to charge you three times the cost that it takes for us to clean up. Yeah. So like that's already happening. Right. But again... What the cleanup means is amorphous. Right now, what it's kind of meaning is any of the water that was used by firemen to like put out the fire and stuff, they're trying to collect up as much of that stuff as possible mm. and then ship it to like Texas. So that the Texans can bury can it. Can drink it. <laughs> so that the Texans can inject it into the ground. Wow. Yeah, just fun
2: it seems we're not going to make it, right? Like, doesn't this, this, this just feel like... This, this, this story this became... feels like The Simpsons, right? And like, and, like, bringing in the
1: chimps that'll freeze in the winter. The, this story became more and more of a bummer the more I read about it. Yeah, this is wild. It's not good. Yeah. Not good stuff. Yikes. All
2: right. Whew, well, let's call it that. Yeah, huh? I hope
1: I hope everyone's happy out there. That's a <laughs> so, bummer. To anybody living in uh, Ohio, you know, in yeah. East Palestine area, or uh, Pittsburgh's like 50 miles away yeah. in Pennsylvania, so um, good luck. Of- yeah, it was always hard, <laughs> right? If you're in East Palestine, you're supposed to be drinking bottled water, because they don't know if your water supply is safe. Yeah, wow, man, wow. I yeah. hey, houses. houses. Yep, not good. All right,
2: well, um, I think a good cautionary tale on having dioxins. The, the horrors of <laughs> capitalism. Yeah. Although, I you know, I like to think this episode is just transcends capitalism a little bit. You know, yeah, yeah. talking about some chemical compounds, talking about vinyl chloride,
1: some dioxin. That's cool. We talked about all kinds of sciencey shit here. Very sexy.
2: Yeah, it's good. All right, guys. Well,
1: have a good night. Yeah, let's say thank you. <laughs> say thank you to our Stacy song, Sound Lord and Engineer. Thank you. And then, look, we got an email address. It's PetriDishPod at gmail.com. Technically, we have a Twitter account at DishPodcast. And uh yeah, yeah. Well, it's been it's been pretty awesome. This Ooh, was great. This was great. Have a good one, guys.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stop looking at me. <laughs> <laughs>